spends hours in hardware stores sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. Detective. Lake. Detective. American Radio's only Lake. Lake Detective. Detective. Lake. You realize how fortunate we are? Detective! Hell yes. Hello, LD. Good afternoon, Joe. Are you on a case, LD? I am getting ready to go out on a case. We're we're still wrapping up 2017 and get I'm just finishing it up, so the timing is good. Stony Stonewart? <laughs> yeah, it's out there. Starry Stonewall. Starry we'll Stonewall. That, that little guy down as well. All right, we're going to keep this brief uh, prior to an official uh, spring report from you, I hope, before the uh, end of the month. Yes. Here, here's our question. It's the annual uh, does ice sink controversy. Sure. And I contend there's 10,000 years worth of ice at the bottom of Lake uh, uh, Minnetonka, <laughs> and of course I'm probably... Uh, significantly wrong. Why does it appear that it sinks? It's because it's melting from the bottom up, but at the same time, it's uh, the, the, the sunlight's coming through the ice, heats up the water below the ice, and we're melting it from the bottom of the ice sheet up. Uh-huh. But at the same time, Never we're getting stuck. water percolating through the cracks in the ice, so we're getting some cracks. It's the glue ice right now that's melting and that's what makes that's what makes the ice so spongy and flexible and now it's going to get honeycombed it's going to get gray then black because it's absorbing all this light and right. heating up right. and you know some poof right. all right now uh do you find this an unusually late year for ice outs yes yes it is a little bit uh you know about 2013 it was even a day or two later than it is yeah. right now so we've had a couple here in the last decade but otherwise it's uh you never know it it's within the variability, I'd suspect. I, I don't recall 2013. We must have had a hell of a winter in 2013. That's only Boy. five years ago. Yes, we did. It was you know a state record or the all-time record in Lake Minnetonka. I think it was May 8th or something like that. Boy. So we're going to be we'll, we'll approach that, but May uh, 2013 still a pretty pretty much a banner year. Would you happen to know if Prior Lake is ice out yet? I think. Upper prior is out, but lower prior as of yesterday, I think they still had a little bit of ice hanging around. Yeah. It might be out by tomorrow. Yeah, well, tomorrow's the official opener out there, as you well know, the, yes, the right. garage door opener. Uh, now, you're going to be heading out, Lake Detective, on a case, Starry yes. Stonewart? Uh, we're, well, we're going to start with some shallow, uh, small lakes. They heat up first, so we're going to be looking for curly leaf pondweed tomorrow. All right. So get the old tub out, ready to go. All right, we're going to go with you because you've never been stumped. Ice does not sink. <laughs> it does not sink, except river ice. <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay. Here's now you're telling exceptions. me there's a chance. Yeah, a, sometimes river ice is anchored to rocks. All right. And then as the water comes up, it's still sitting there below the water level. But it's because it's anchored, not because it doesn't. It's because it's sinking. You are the man. Thank you, sir. You're welcome, Joe. All Take right, care. Steve McComas, Blue Water Science. American Radio's only Lake Detective. I love when he laughs. Oh, he's you? the greatest. He's <laughs> the greatest. It's real, too. Detective. Now, I understand the director of social media has Detective. breaking news regarding the official garage door opener. GLers gather around, and if you didn't make plans, now's the time to do so. Tomorrow we are going to be at Charlie's on Pryor, and uh, they just announced they're going to do a couple of specials. Really? fourth broadcast how about this mm-hmm. uh as suggested by one member of the staff in this room the scramble no 
you. I didn't do that. The scramble special, four bucks. You're gonna get your rum punch, the Rook special. Is that a? Is that a? I've never had one. I bet that's good. It's a good summary drink. Yeah. It's not won't put you over the edge, but it's. Did you see it's the good. edge of the cliff coming? It's uh, rum punch is pretty safe. All right, so that's the scramble that's, special. That's a nice scramble special. The other for those of us that are beer drinkers, you get the garage sale mystery grab for three bucks. Really? Now what does that mean? That means we got the big tub of mystery beer. Yeah. You you just put your hand in it. You reach in. And you grab one. Right. Really? For what? Three bucks? For three bucks. Whatever okay, hits no, your hand. No, I haven't had a, a drink in a saloon in a long time. Is three bucks a good price for the, a beer? Uh, for a Friday afternoon, yeah. when it's going to be in the 70s on Prior Lake, yeah. th- this is a steal. All right. Well, that's fantastic. All right. uh, which also means, by the way, that they get it. Those guys at Charlie's are cool. And, right. they're, and they're excited to have us out. I just hope they're, they have ice out so some people can come by boat. Thank you, so, staff, for that what, response. Well, yeah, there is. I don't know if Charlie's is on upper. It's on the water. That's all I care about. Yeah. Troy. Yes. Uh, hi. I just wanted to give a quick comment on that uh, baseball player who uh, stood his coach. Um, the uh, thing is, sliding has been a part of baseball for many, you know, for a long time. Well, how about since the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. And you know you're you know you're putting yourself you know you're risking yourself for injury uh, 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 voluntarily when you play ball. Okay. So I'm just not sure if this you know this guy has merit for this lawsuit. You know maybe he slid you know didn't do something right when he swung to the base. Right. Thank but, you, sir. Thank you. We're we're in agreement, I think, with Troy. Yep. Aren't we? I am. It's part of the game. You can't really, you know, you got to learn how to slide too. You can't dig your uh, spikes into the dirt or that will happen. Did I say that was in New Jersey? The kid with the, the sliding? Uh, Bound you said Boundbrook, New, New Jersey, yes. Maybe they're all crazy out there. You got more New Jersey news? A New Jersey school superintendent was arrested this week when officials discovered that he had been routinely pooping on the high school football field. Did this producer have a dream about him doing it? What yard line? What is wrong with this? What is that? Samer theory? Thomas? I mean, the school is going to provide many facilities, even though you shouldn't go. Maybe he was a little gun shy. You shouldn't really go at work. Thomas? Tramaglini, 42, was charged with lewdness, littering, and defecating in public, police said today. The Kenilworth School's super was arrested after surveillance video caught him in the act at Holmdale High School's football field. Authorities began hunting for the mystery pooper after Holmdale school staff and coaches for football and track reported finding poop on or near the field nearly every day. Tim Maglini was arrested while running on the field's track just before 6 a.m. Monday, NewJersey.com reported. Turns out the alleged pooper intendant lived in Aberdeen about three miles away. Tramigli took a paid leave of absence. That's always a paid leave of absence. The super makes $147,504 a year. 
He was named super of Kenilworth Schools after his predecessor, Scott Taylor, resigned in August 2015. Tremaglini also has a part-time job as a lecturer at Rutgers Graduate School of Education. How do you do, how do you think of even doing that? There's know. cameras every, uh, locks are for honest people, like you've always said. Why not just go into school and go to the bathroom? Right. Commencing garage logic segment number seven. the Chinese prom dress? Can't forget her. She's hot news right now. What do we got? What's the update? Well, the New York Times is on it. It's for pushback. Tell me it's pushback. Well, what did I tell you? Didn't I say to you it would be my uh, suspicion that nobody in China would give a rip that this gal wore some Chinese-themed gown? Yes. Teenager's prom dress stirs furor in U.S., but not in China. <laughs> Uh, and this is written by Amy Kin, Dateline, Taipei, Taiwan. Okay, right in the heart. Well, not really. It's Taiwan. No, that's true. It's pretty close. close. Yeah. When Kaziah Dom wore a Chinese style dress to her high school prom in Utah, it set off it set off an uproar, but not because of its tight fit or thigh high slit. I didn't even notice it had the thigh high slit. After Ms. Dom, 18, shared pictures on social media of her prom night, a Twitter user named Jeremy Lamb hotly responded in a post that has been retweeted nearly 42,000 times. My culture is not your prom dress, he wrote, adding profanity for an effect. I'm proud of my culture, he wrote in another post, for it to simply be subject to American consumerism and cater to a white audience is parallel to colonial ideology. Wow. Boy, I wish we had audio of him to groin kick this fruitcake. <laughs> Some Twitter users who described themselves as Asian American seized on Ms. Dom's dress, a red Cheong Sam, also known as a Kapow, with black and gold ornamental designs as an example of cultural appropriation, a sign of disrespect and exploitation. Other Asian Americans said the criticism was silly. When the Fuhrer reached Asia, though, many seemed to be scratching their heads. Far from being critical of Ms. Dom, who is not Chinese, many people in mainland China, Hong Kong, and Taiwan proclaimed her choice of the traditional high-neck dress as a victory for Chinese culture. Nice. I am very proud to have our culture recognized by people in other countries, said someone called Snail Trail, commenting on a post of the Utah episode by a popular account on WeChat. Is it... Can you... No one could hold it against me that I stay away from social media. I don't know what WeChat is. I used to. It's a messaging and social media platform. You know, when we first started this endeavor, mm-hmm. I, I, I begged you to get I on it. I know you did. And I know I, you did. But I, I am now more on your side where mm-hmm. I completely understand why you want to stay off of it, and now I don't blame you. I got a column in a radio show. You want to know what I think? It ain't hard to find out. If you think I'm going on this Snapchat every two minutes, you're crazy. Joe Sushere is on Twitter. I have a lot of followers. 5,623 followers. What? Can you imagine how many I'd have if I actually ever tweeted? Right. And you only follow one person. Who? Me. 
<laughs> and that wasn't by my doing. No, that's no. what I did. I yeah. did that on my own. Well, and unfortunately, the thing that stinks, Joe, is someone like you is absolutely made for Twitter. Yeah, but I don't want any part and, of it. And I get it because there's there, it's such a cesspool. It's insanity. It's insanity. Yeah. It's ridiculous to criticize this as cultural appropriation, Zhu Yijun, a Hong Kong-based cultural commentator, said in a telephone interview with the New York Times. From the perspective of a Chinese person, if a foreign woman wears a kapow and thinks she looks pretty, then why shouldn't she wear it? So in other words, they got more GLers in, G- in China than we do in Utah. If anything, the uproar surrounding Ms. Dom's dress prompted many Chinese to reflect on examples of cultural appropriation in their own country. So does that mean when we celebrate Christmas and Halloween, it's also cultural appropriation? Asked one WeChat user. What about all the Chinese kids that wear Chicago Bulls jerseys? Who cares? Right. See, here's, here's the conundrum. Although I, in in stating it as a conundrum, I would have to assign to these anonymous Twitter cesspoolers too much intelligence. You you claim the type of people who would complain about this gal wearing this dress yep. are probably the same type of people who think that uh, we should be inclusive and uh, uh, diverse and accept uh, uh, what accept. Well, then if we're supposed to be inclusive and diverse, why can't she wear that dress? That would be, you would be bringing awareness to other cultures. By do, think that would be the, the epitome of what they would like. Other, others were quick to point out that the kapow, as it is known in China, was introduced by the Manchus, an ethnic minority group from China. Only the New York Times could break it down like this. This is like collar breaking down a football play. <laughs> Others were quick to point out that the kapow, as it is known in China, I have no idea if I'm pronouncing it correctly, Q-I-P-A-O, kapow, that's what I'm going to go with, was introduced by the Manchus, an ethnic minority group from China's northeast, implying that the garment was itself appropriated by the majority Han Chinese. In its original form, the dress was worn in a baggy style, mostly by upper-class women during the Qing Dynasty, which ruled China for more than 250 years until 1912. It was only in the 20s and 30s, 1920s and 30s, when Western influence began seeping into China that the kapow was reinvented to become the seductive, body-hugging dress that many think of today. For many cinephiles, whatever that is, it has become inextricably associated with Maggie Chung, the actress who wore a stunning array of Chio Sam's, Chiang Sam's in Wong Carway's 2000 film in the mood for love. I can't go any further. This is too much for me. The the point. How do you be- spell that again? Spell what? Q I Q I P A O Q I P A O. The Chinese never need a U after their Q's. They just go with the whatever the next letter might want to be. Got it. These days, it's rare to see Chinese women wearing kapows. Fast fashion has taken over, although the kapow has made something of a comeback among some official figures, like the country's first lady, Peng Liwan. Okay. To the Chinese, it's not sacred, it's not that meaningful, said Hong Huang, a Beijing-based writer and fashion blogger. Nowadays, if you see a woman wearing a kapow, she's probably a waitress in a restaurant or a bride. So uh, I rest my case. Uh, it's only the anonymous people living in their mother's basements who 
wake up every morning trying to find something to be upset about that went after this very attractive young gal at a Utah high school and her handsome young date, and they all look wonderful and modest and... Uh, and it's only some fruitcakes that went crazy. And I told you, I bet nobody in China is worried about this. Right. And and, and it, they got enough to they got more than enough to worry about. And you the, euphorians, you love the New York Times, so it's the New York Times reporting that me, the great denier, great denier, is right. The Chinese don't care that this gal wore this dress. That is line one, Tony. Yep. Hi, Tony. Hey, Joe. How you doing? Good. Hey, I just wanted to make a quick point here, uh, this Lao guy who complained. Well, he's culturally appropriating American technology. We invented the Internet and the computer and electricity. Well, I hate to see us go down that road, but you're not off base. All right, thank, thank you. you. What's on two, please? That'd be Kelly. Kelly. I don't want to go down that road either, but if this is the case and we can't wear pajamas because uh, Indians invented that or lederhosen to celebrate... Uh, uh, you know, beer fest or anything who, like who that. Who invented I mean, uh, pajamas, Indians, as in the country of India? Yeah, the folks, uh, men, uh, uh, Indian men invented that. There's a thing on YouTube all about this and all the things that we can't wear now. So, huh. right. I don't know. I ain't letting nothing stop me. I'm going to wear what I want to wear. I suppose I'm culturally appropriating the, the cowboy uh, when I wear my yeah, cowboy outfit yeah, when I go yeah, to the nightclub. You go out. You know, if you did your pajamas, we could get you on camera. Yeah, I, I, you guys, you, you've really let me down. Why do you say uh, crap like that? that? You dummy. You've really let me down. Uh, we'll be back I'm going to push him in the lake tomorrow <laughs> is what I'm going to do. Let's push him right over well, the dock. Well, no, but you're always you're breaking my heart. You're always letting me down. No. You never do the damn thing I ask yeah, you Yeah, but to he do. doesn't have to recall it. Well, you, I mean, have, I, I, you're you right. have a point. You're right. You're right, but he doesn't have to recall it. <laughs> we'll be back in just a moment, but now thanks to our great friends <laughs> in Owatonna, Minnesota, at federated insurance where it's their business to protect your business and nobody does that better than federated it's bruce vale from the wall street journal and another spooked market what uh, culture is rookie appropriating when he wears his seatless chaps Polak. <laughs> but and by the way oddly enough kapow is the noise that batman makes when he punches that's mr right. freeze that's true right. yeah. Uh, we are looking at yet another weird day in the stock market. We had some major losses early this morning. The Dow Jones Industrial Average down about 400 points, but right now it is up 14 points. Big comeback. The NASDAQ Composite down just five, and the S&P 500 also off just five points. So we still may end up with a winning session, or we could see big losses once again. U.S. worker productivity continued to grow at a modest rate to start the year, flagging a potential headwind to hopes for stronger overall economic growth this year. The Labor Department said non-farm business productivity increased by seven-tenths of a percent from January through March. That was a pickup from the fourth quarter of last year, but below the gain economists expected. Productivity gains would need to pick up significantly for growth in output to maintain the 3% rate President Trump has set as a goal. Utz Quality Foods is voluntarily recalling some packages of Golden Flake, Good Health, Utz, and Wise brand tortilla chips. As they may contain an undeclared milk allergen. People who have an allergy or severe sensitivity to milk run the risk of serious allergic reactions if they eat those chips. I'm Bruce Vale with your money now on 1500 ESPN. Bruce, thank you very much. I truly appreciate it. And I want to remind all of you uh, garage logicians, Bruce, you won't be able to make this one, but some of the others that are sitting here in the Twin Cities, Ken, we are going to be at Charlie's on Pryor, right in Pryor Lake there, tomorrow for the opener, 1 to 3 p.m. And there are specials 
that are going to be unbelievable. Commencing Garage Logic Segment Number 8. And I, and I didn't change that right. up. Oh, God help. What I put up with, honest to God. I know. I what you put up with. I still love you. Here's, here's oh, height. Here's, here's the news. I missed yes. all that. I'm Sunshine. going to get the off-air cam rolling here sometime soon. Sunshine. A uh, few clouds and 73 degrees now. Uh, twins in Chicago. What are you calling a... Uh, let me tell you now, right there. Look at it now. Twins in Chicago to play the White Sox tonight, kicking off a four-game series. Jake Odorizzi pitches for the Twins. Ronaldo Lopez goes for the Whiteys. It now appears Irv Santana, by the way, will be back a little later than was originally expected. Well, when's he good? Let's go! Twins manager... Get better here! Twins manager Paul Molitor telling uh, the home radio station of the team this morning that Santana won't be back in the Twins starting Hello? rotation until early June. Originally, it was thought which he'd means be, the All Star break. Originally, it thought he'd be back early May. Wow. He had surgery to get rid of discomfort in the middle finger of his throwing hand. Johnny, help me out here too. This this affects whether or not he's going to get that option. Is isn't or is that strictly a player or a team thing? Did I yeah. hear uh, uh, Phil and Judd oh. discussing a pitcher who was pulled last night, but he was threatening to set the strikeout record? That I did not. That, see. Are you guys aware of that? I don't I'm know. not. Never oh mind. yes, yes, yes. Uh, for Houston, uh, not Houston, Seattle, uh, Paxton mm-hmm. uh, had 16 strikeouts in seven innings. But I mean, he was still a ways away from. Well, what's it, the record? Isn't 21. It 20? 21 is it 21? Yeah, Kerry Wood. So he had a ways to go. He still had. He had two innings to get five to tie it. I guess. Oh. So. I, I don't know how many pitches he had thrown, but uh, plus eight. He 108. had eight. He had a serious arm injury last year. Okay, yeah. never mind. Okay. Would you rather have him pitch or get the record? Rather. I would. Ra- I would not. I would endorse I mean, I, what Seattle did. Be there yeah. for the yeah. season. I would rather endorse than what try Seattle to... did. Okay. Right. My God, these players are delicate. They were better off when they were all fat, roly poly. Too tight. Guys. That was your theory years They're ago. Just too, too tight. Too highly strong. Yep. On the uh, speaking of the Mackey and Judge show, they were talking about Nolan Ryan this morning, mm-hmm. and they found a game where he pitched a complete game and threw two hundred and thirty-four pitches. Isn't that something? But it is. It's just a different game. Though. Oh, very. I, much agree, so. I agree yeah, with both much. of no, it's you. It's the same game. What do you mean it's a different game? Because they, because it's a game that's become coddling. No, it's a game of of severe investments, and the most important facet of that game is pitching. Okay. <laughs> News notes from today: Chisago County Commissioners agreed to accept the retirement of a longtime sheriff and swiftly appointed his successor at the county board meeting last night. Brandon Thyen took the oath in front of his family and community members after county commissioners appointed him to the position. Thine has been with the Chisago Sheriff's Office for 20 years, spending the last two years as the chief deputy. After he was sworn in, Thine acknowledged he did not anticipate replacing his longtime boss, Rick Duncan. Back in March, Duncan, who was elected in 2010, announced on social media he was running for re-election. But one month later, Duncan abandoned that effort, submitted a retirement letter to county commissioners, and immediately went on medical leave. His wife, at the time, emphasized in an online post he's focusing on his health and recovery. A Pemberton Law Firm, though, and Chisago County leaders have confirmed that Sheriff Duncan was under investigation after a complaint had been filed against him. I, I would make this argument, Reavers. I'm not sure that the game being different has made it better. 
I would 100% agree with that. All right. Um, no more discussion on it. Hot John, continue. Well, let me just throw this one other thing. <laughs> Jason Stark comes on Mackie and Judd's show once a week. He's he's great. I mm-hmm. love it because he he basically said the month of April, this past month, yep. there were more strikeouts than hits. Yeah, and that's very uh, unusual. The ball is not in play nearly enough, mm-hmm. and that's a problem for the group, for continuing to grow the game. I have, uh, just to add to this conversation, because I'm a complete geek, I've bought yes, you are. Uh, I've purchased some... Uh, ball games recently from the '50s, World Series games. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody sat and took three, four pitches. Nobody. Right. They were swinging the bat. They went up to get a hit. Exactly. Yeah. They just and what them. now the mentality is: wear the pitcher down work and the work count. the count. Yeah. Work yeah the now count. you get a guy throws 19 times and they go, "What a great at bat." Yeah. Even B as even, in B, S as in S. I hate when uh, somebody grounds out to short and Bly Levin says that. It drives me nuts. Yeah. It's, After 19 great pitches, what's great yeah. about it? Oh. It's an out. People. Did, did they circle him? <laughs> no, he probably told you how many days till his birthday. <laughs> California math says. Uh, White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders held a briefing in the last hour. Uh, she uh, did address this whole thing that went on with Rudy Giuliani. Uh, she said President Trump, quote, didn't know at the time his lawyer, Michael Cohen, paid adult film star Stormy Daniels 130 grand. But again, in her words, quote, eventually learned. Sanders' comments came in the first press briefing since Trump lawyer Rudy Giuliani admitted last night that the president reimbursed Cohen for paying Daniels, even though the president told reporters last month he was unaware of any such payment. Of all press secretaries, for all presidents throughout history, she definitely has the toughest job. because oh, Because what she goes out there, five minutes before that, ten things might have changed. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she can't mm-hmm. keep up. Uh, she's under a lot of fire today, too, from a lot of uh, folks. Basically, we're saying she's either lying or or has lied or the administration has been lying. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't, she, you're right. She has a no-win situation. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see how uh, how Kenny um, sees her today. Is he, <laughs> is he you know turned on by her behavior or is he very Kenny, afraid who, of her? Our Kenny? Yeah. yeah he I loves never hear him her. He's infatuated he with her. That's yeah. true. He's never in He said room. it's a love-hate. She, oh. They're either walking down the hallways hand-in-hand <laughs> or she's screaming well, at him. that's news to me. I he's, don't hear your conversations over he, there. He loves her, but he's very afraid of her. All right. That's, that's what we can and say. And let's just say... Thank God nobody hears our conversations. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, please don't. We'd all be fired. If you think seniors abandon their sex lives as the physical woes of aging descend upon them, a new survey suggests (laughs) otherwise. Give me my book. The The reality is that... Where's the party? Where's my book? The reality is that 40% of older Americans still have sex, while while 54% of older couples... Still do it, according to a new poll from the University of Michigan. That's, that's great. I'd like to get Heinrich's taken. Even more couples. <laughs> Heinrich plus. <laughs> Even more couples, 61% say that sex matters for their quality of life. 73% of those aged 65 to 80. I dropped say, my book. Now I don't even know what chapter I'm on. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> say they're satisfied with yeah. sex. What lives. do you like best? <laughs> <laughs> It's rap. It's uh, yeah. rap music. Booda 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 what? Booda 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 boo. To uh, what are you talking about? Underwear. Booda 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 underwear. Are you uncut? <laughs> <laughs> to older folks, those numbers might not sound so surprising, said Erica Solway, co-associate director of the university's National Poll on Healthy Aging. But she added the results might be eye-opening to younger people who think aging spells the end of romance. Uh, she said with age, some people feel more comfortable with their own bodies and more confident asking for what they need sexually. Of course, I need my book. 
Oh, uh, do I enjoy it? Oh, gosh, oh, here do you I go. stretch my legs, yeah. my hands, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my toes? Really? Yeah. In the poll, some seniors are more interested in sex or more active than others. In general, men beat women on both fronts. Half, <laughs> undefeated. Half of men said they were very or extremely interested in sex versus 12% of women. And just over half of the men were sexually active compared to 31% of the women. Part of that is because they had a partner, whereas 73% of men were in a relationship, only 60% of women were. Hmm. Will all of this make Jack Benny come back? John, in that thorough breakdown of analysis, uh, what percentage of those people know what's going on? (laughs) Although there's snow on the roof, (laughs) there's fire in the belly. You better believe it. You better believe it. Where's my book? The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences Board of Governors has voted to expel actor Bill Cosby and director Roman Polanski. Organization making that announcement this morning. In a statement to multiple outlets, the Academy says both men violated the organization's standards of conduct. The news comes less than a week after a jury in Philadelphia reached a verdict in Cosby's retrial uh, case for sexual assault. He was found guilty of drugging and sexually assaulting Andrea Constand during a 2004 incident at his home. Polanski, meanwhile, is losing his Academy status several years after fleeing to France while facing jail time over a plea deal. Saw him plead guilty to unlawful sexual intercourse with a 13-year-old in 1978. Uh, News comes 15 years after Polanski was given the award for Best Director in 2003 by the Academy for the movie The Pianist. And a postcard believed to have been sent to London police by Jack the Ripper sold at a British auction for nearly $30,000. Grand auctions of Folkestone, Kent, England, said the 2.74-inch by 4.75-inch postcard sold for $29,914 when it went under the hammer this week. Jonathan Riley of Grand Auction said the card was won by a British private collector at the end of a bidding war with the U.S. What's your problem, rookie? Nothing. Why are you looking at that? I don't know what you're looking at. Well, you're looking at me. (laughs) You're looking at me? You're looking at me? You're looking at me? You're looking at me? Why amuse you? Yeah, Funny like how? a clown. We go like a clown. Are you done, well, you John? Got, you got two different movies in there, Joe. I know. You got Goodfellas and Taxi Driver. You got Taxi going and Goodfellas and the whole thing. Are you done, John? Uh, if you want. Yeah, you're done. Same guy, De Niro. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Here's Dave Dahl. Hi, Dave. Hello. Sorry, Joe. Hi. We have lots of sunshine. Nice day out there. 73 right now. Heading for a high today of 75. Lots of sun for us, but just to our south, scattered showers are developing across southern Minnesota. I don't want any rain at 5 o'clock. Uh, at 5 o'clock. Let me think about that for a second. 6 o'clock. I don't want any rain. 5 to 6, you're probably going to be all right. Sometime after 7, uh, may have a spotty shower. It's not going to be anything You know what that is? Big. It's nothing. Yeah, just spotty. 50 for the overnight low tonight. Tomorrow, 76 for the high. Mainly sunny skies on Friday. Saturday, 77. But there will be some isolated or spotty showers that develop again in the afternoon and evening hours. Uh, that chance of rain about 30% on Saturday afternoon. Sunday, dry, 72. Monday, 74, dry. And then some thunderstorms develop again late Tuesday into Wednesday, but temperatures stay in the low to mid-70s for highs through the middle of next week. Today, going for a high of 75, Joe. Right now, we're at 73. Those spotty showers probably after about 7 p.m. tonight. And I have the records for the day. Uh, May 3. 
93 on this date. 93. In 1949. In 1949. 18. 18. In 1967. In 1967. That was the low on this day in 1967? Isn't that something? That was a cold night, huh? Yeah, cold. Thanks, Dave. Yep. Man. Man. Human. People. People. Yeah, you hu- 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 say man? Human people kind. Mm. Po- people losing sight of their relationship with nature. Oh, and unfortunately, it's becoming all too popular, isn't it? And not just in this country. Worldwide? Let's start with this country. Okay. Where are we? We're going to go to Yellowstone. Okay. Where a, woman, where a lot can happen. Where a woman was head-butted off the trail by a buffalo. Because she got <laughs> too close to it. How do, Okay. Was she taking a selfie? No, really we're going to get to the selfie, though, Reavers. Don't worry. Really dumb. I witnessed that when I went to South Dakota. The, the bison uh, walking freely and knew, keep your distance. 72-year-old Virginia junk. 72? 72? 72-year-old Virginia junk was walking around a bend in a trail near Old Faithful. The release said the bison dropped his head and butted her in the thigh. The animal pushed her off the trail. She's not seriously hurt at all. Junk of Boise, Idaho, was not given a citation for being too close to the animal, but she was. Park regulations require visitors to stay at least 25 yards away from bison. Visitors are required to stay at least 100 yards from bears and wolves. There was one similar incident in 2017. There were five incidents of this nature in 2015. Man. Yeah, see, the toughest man. Toughest part about that is measuring it off, though. Uh, you know, you got to hold, hey, hold the tape here, will you? People. People, man. Let's go to uh, Australia. Okay. Tourists have been warned against feeding the wildlife McDonald's food in Australia after an increase in kangaroo attacks have left guests with gory gashes. Two questions. How close is the McDonald's to the outback? I don't know. Is there a drive-thru right there? Officials have said the attacks occurred while tourists attempted to feed the native animals junk food like corn chips and McDonald's. Why are they doing that? Because they've lost sight of their relationship with nature. There have been a number of reported incidents in which kangaroos have attacked visitors in one case, causing a very deep gash to a man's stomach, the local MP Greg Piper said. Uh, In most cases, they have been kicking out, clawing faces, and grappling with people, causing lacerations or significant scratching. With those big boxing gloves? Yeah. Uh, The attacks have been happening on the grounds of Morissette Hospital, a a psychiatric hospital. And popular tourist site. What? Let's go look at the crazy people. You want to run down to the psych ward with Let's me? Let's go down there. They got a bu- they got a bunch new in. They got some kangaroos too. We can <laughs> feed them. You go to the fifth floor. No, I think it'd be section eight. Oh, the attacks have been happening on the grounds of Morissette Hospital, a psychiatric hospital, and a popular tourist site near Lake Macquarie, where travel websites send people to see wild kangaroos. What the hell? Really weird. Uh, Go to India. Okay, now we're going a uh, hopping in the plane and heading to India. Are we in the GL jet? Yeah, we're in the GL. We're going jet. to India. What do we got? Man, what do we have? People, people, kind humans, losing any sense of boundaries and relationships with nature. Yeah, well, it's it's done. It's over. 
What are we doing in India? What snakes? A taxi driver has been mauled to death by a bear after he stopped to take a selfie with it. <laughs> wow. Let me just take the selfie. Mr. Bear, could you please sit still so we can take a little selfie? And then, boom. Right. Your claws are very large. Please take them out of my uh, shoulder. Prabhu Batara was driving guests home from a wedding in the eastern province of Odisha on Wednesday when he spotted the bear by the roadside. Okay. With his passengers waiting in the back of the car, Batara went to try and take a picture with the animal, which was wounded. All the more reason not to go near it, but man. Man, even in India. International man. The bear managed to grab him and pull him to the ground where he was mauled to death, according to the Odisha Sun-Times. To death? Yes. The newspaper said the bear was attempting to drink from a pond when Mr. Batara approached it, despite warnings from those around him. While taking the picture, he slipped before being grabbed. Video taken by shocked onlookers show one person trying to save Mr. Batara from the animal, but to no avail. They can be seen inching down a slope where the animal is sitting with Mr. Batara at its feet and trying to hit it with a stick. Wow. Who's trying to hit who? Whatever. Somebody tried to throw something at the bear. That only enraged the bear further as Mr. Batara tries to climb to his feet and the predator took several powerful swipes at him. Forestry officials were called, but by the time they arrived, the the fellow was already dead. The bear had to be tranquilized in order for Mr. Batara's body to be retrieved. It was unclear what happened to the animal. I think that I'm watching the video right now. He, the bear just did not let go. I, I, I was offered the opportunity to watch the video and chose not to. Do you actually see the bear just chewing the guy up? Uh, I don't know. It's, I can't it's, see from a, it's from a distance, and uh, you, you don't see any uh, guts and, and gore. It is not clear exactly what species the bear belongs to from the footage, though of India's three indigenous bears, the Himalayan black bear, the brown bear, and the sloth bear, only sloth bears are known to inhabit that area. Oh. He had a... Uh... He had the good uh, Indian stash. There's a, there's a picture of him before. It's a shame. But, you know, kids. Yeah. You got to know that. I know that. Don't go approach a listen, bear. It, listen, if a kid can't hold a pencil and a kid sues for sliding into second and a kid can't tell time, this these ki- types of stories will only increase because no one has any relationship or any idea of where they fit in with nature. It is a sad day. Tomorrow will not be sad because we're going to be It wasn't a very positive Thursday, was it? No. Will you tell us about that when we come back? I can do that. Will you take us to break? Sandy, our GL quilter, says her sister has one of those Chinese addresses. They are pronounced Chapao. Chapao? Chapao? Yes. Chapao? Yeah. Are, are you going to do the Charlie's thing? Oh, yeah. I thought you wanted something else. No. Uh, Charlie's, uh, we will be there tomorrow from 1 to 3 p.m. Charlie's on Prior Lake. It's a fantastic place. And we've got $4 scramble specials. That's like a rum punch. And then we got uh, $3, what is it, Reeves? Mystery beers? Yeah. So basically, they got the big tub with ice and everything. And you for 3 bucks, you reach in and you grab yourself a brew. I can take a beer for 3 bucks. So let's load the place up. 
It's going to be packed and festive. Pull up your bolts. Yeah, come on I got to bring the gavel, too, because it's the official garage door yeah, you better do that. Charlie's. Just Google it on Prior Lake. 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's uh, 73, Joe. 